Hey, Albert here. Moto Academy podcast coming live <laughs> from my backyard. Yep. We might have some people mowing lawns because guess what? In Connecticut, in my neighborhood, that's all people do is mow their lawn. So my apologies ahead of time. Number one podcast in motocross. We're back. Yep. Here we are. Just bought these mics. First time since Dubai. Just bought this thing. Yeah, that thing's sweet, dude. No, no, no. Hit the top. To the top. That one. This one? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Moto Academy podcast. We're back. We got soundboards because I bought a Roadcaster Pro 2. The, the lawnmower's back. He's hey, how do you back. feel about lo- mowing the lawn during a podcast? So guess what, guys? Oh, he, he whipped it around. We're Would good. you prefer a lawnmower? <laughs> right. Or a, a a Camaro, or what was the other one? This is actually an interesting geographical scenario we're in. Because before it was cars and Mustangs, and and now it's lawnmowers and nature. Well, yes, <laughs> we try to bring you guys along for the ride in every different aspect of, of living. City life, farm life, suburb life. We're going to bring you guys along for the ride because we just keep putting off an actual podcast studio. Well, this time... No, it's coming. It's coming. This week. It's a mobile one. Oh, yeah. We're setting it up inside the Moto Academy van. Driver Jamie's driving the van. Shout out, Driver Jamie. Yeah, shout out, Driver Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Dude. (laughs) I promise I won't overuse them. You know what? Because we can do anything with Oh, I can't wait. I have some ideas. I can't wait. If you guys have ideas on soundboards, I'm sure Cam has some. I'm sure we're going to come up with some good ones. I can't (laughs) wait. Shout out, Driver Jamie. He's driving the van. Uh, in a few days, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, on Tuesday. In a few days, Driver Jamie's taking the van from PA to Connecticut. He's going to drop it off and leave it with me. Cameraman Cam and myself are going to set up a podcast studio in there. That's how we had the interior built out, anticipating that we were going to try and make it a mobile podcast studio. So that's what we're going to do. He's uh, Driver Jamie will also bring up my Straight Rhythm 2-stroke. And then I'm going to keep that with me the next few months. And just ride random tracks in New England on the two-stroke, which is exciting. Does it still have Supercross suspension on it? No, it has outdoor suspension. Dude. And it runs I want to ride it. (laughs) You haven't ridden it yet? No. The one opportunity. Yeah, no, I haven't. Oh. Well, that will be a video that we shoot, I guess, either this this, This Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, I'm so excited for this week, dude. You have no idea. idea. It'll be cool to get reactions, yours especially, on that bike, I think. But uh, elephant in the room. There's an elephant in the room. Yep. Even though we're outside. Yep. Oopsie daisy. Moto Academy Georgia's not happening. And I announced it. Yeah, that's a major blow. That one stings. That one stings. For reasons that I will not undis I will keep those disclosed. I will not undisclose them. Don't know how to say that. We're we're moving on. We're moving on up. But the good news is our plan aside from Moto Academy Georgia was very exciting and already have things that are there's a lot of exciting stuff coming a lot of exciting stuff we learned a lot of lessons in the last eight months we've also got a lot of things set up that are basically creating it so that it's very copy and paste from our standpoint moving forward but yeah this is what happens I guess I mean I'm lear- we're learning as we go. Got to learn. I mean, things uh, things happen, but uh, I couldn't be more excited about. I I really. I mean, what's what's interesting is like there are good secrets that we have right now. 
a that, bunch that people don't know about a bunch and like, you know what one of the lessons learned in this i gotta stop telling my secrets you know what that means what cameraman cam was right all along <laughs> as in don't tell secrets. yeah just don't freaking don't tell anybody the yeah. amount of stuff guys that i edit out <laughs> like you dude <laughs> in the last few podcasts alone we must have cut off like seven minutes oh <laughs> I, I'll get better at it. I promise I'll get better at it. This is big lesson learned. Although this was a premeditated, we announced it. We didn't announce it by accident. We announced it with, there were intentions behind and there, there was reasons why we announced it before we actually closed. You should tell them to mow your lawn while you're at it. That's the thing. I swear that that... Dude, why is this happening? That's to gotta us? be his last pass because they don't mow that field. Why does, that so keep, why does this keep happening to us? He just must be doing it for sport. I, they don't mow that field. He must have just saw the podcast equipment getting broken out. He's like, oh, we're firing up the zero turn. Is everybody out here retired? Yeah. Because I think what so. is he doing? It's 1 p.m. on a Thursday. Perfect time to mow the lawn. <laughs> Perfect time to mow the lawn. I always wonder what people do. But yeah, lesson learned. We like I said, we we were announcing it the time we did for a reason but i will never do that again clearly because that's what's created all the issues had we moved on and not told anybody all our secrets and not announced ahead of time this wouldn't even be an issue <laughs> right uh Dude, and i can't believe this guy we're mowing the whole field a lot. is he mowing the no, whole field no gosh no that gets hate clearly but he's just running past this dude oh my god <laughs> only right here too the disrespect so thank you guys for the support by the way if you're inside of the app so if you're watching this full video thank you guys you're the reason that a facility is even on our radar and do you think he sees us oh yeah he doesn't give a crap <laughs> just like look at these idiots he doesn't care <laughs> and uh you're the reason that this is even on our radar as being a possibility we're going to move forward we're going to create something even better, believe it or not, and it's not going to be far out in the future at all. So I'm excited. Enough said. That's the elephant in the room, so we can move on from that. Uh, now, I have a very important question. If you're ready to move on. I'm ready to move on. I have a very important question to ask you. Sure. How does it feel now knowing that you're in the presence of an open C-class winner? Dude. Did you go 1-1 one, one in that one, class? 1-1, one, dude. That's unbelievable. Can you, I'm can so you mad freaking, I wasn't there to dude, witness it. Dude, you don't even know. I, I'm so disappointed. I'm is so the vlog coming out good? Yeah, it's basically done. Intern Nick has been slaving away at it. I'm and excited to see it. I, I like just the iPhone video of you coming off the track. Oh, yeah. Dude, got I got me fired up. I was so, like, oh, that's that's awesome. So many things. I have so many thoughts about that day. You know, it was like last time I raced a dirt bike, I was 14 years old. I'm 24 now. It was my first race in 10 years. 10 years off straight into a 1 1. Literally my first class of how, the day. On a scale of 1 to 10, how nervous were you? Um, Not bad. Really? Not bad. So, because here's the deal, right? So, the way the day worked is I raced three classes. Can you believe this lawnmower, dude? So, I raced three classes. <clears throat> three classes. Okay. How many people were in each class? Because typically... Not I... many. So, here's the deal. Okay. Three classes, two motos each, obviously. I raced yeah. Open C, 
250C and 450C. Okay. Guess which one I wanted to try in. 450C. 250C. Guess okay. which one I did the worst in. 450C. 250C. Dude, come on. I'm feeding you answers here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, open C, I didn't care, whatever. So, uh, every class had about 13 people. Okay. Which is fine. Like, 10 to 13. I think the lowest was 10, the highest was 13. That's enough to make a start nerve-wracking. Yeah, for sure. And, like, the, the start is weird, dude. It's, like, one of those where it's not straight at all. It's a chicane, which is the most dangerous type of start, yeah. I think. Yeah, it was, like, a whole... Yeah, and that and, like, you basically couldn't take an inside gate. This is unreal. Should we wait? He's only mowing. Right, 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 right behind us. Should we wait? Yeah, I guess. Going into the day, no, I wasn't nervous. My first moto on the gate, I was like, and Kip was with me. Kip was mechanic. Nice. And I was like, all right, my heart's beating a little bit. I think... The mo and we have a lot of technique things to talk about when it comes to this, but a lot of, I noticed some childhood things coming back. It was a track I grew up racing at. It was like, you know, so a couple things crept into today yep. that I used to feel, that I used to think, that I used to do especially. Um, but yeah, so anywho, very first moto was open C and they lined us up with the A and B guys, right? Same gate drop? Same gate drop. Oh. So I had no idea what happened. I came out fifth, uh -huh. I didn't pass anybody, and I didn't get passed by anybody. The B guys, dude, gone. Okay, so you just ended up by yourself? <laughs> I just was in the middle. I was just completely by myself, but that was first place in C-Class. And you didn't really know? I had no idea. I didn't yeah. know until my next moto. Because I don't know anybody there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like you can look around and know who you're racing. Do you so. know how close the guy behind you was? That anybody was? Were you able to figure out after the fact? <gasps> okay, so you know Derby, like the downhill? Yeah. He was probably like halfway down the downhill by the time I crossed the finish. Okay. So, so less than gap. 10 seconds? Less than 10 seconds, yeah. yeah. But I didn't know. I didn't know where I was. I was like, yeah, fifth place, sweet. Because my goal was like fifth to 10th. Okay. I felt like that would be How fair. How many people were in that gate drop? 13 again? Well, so because the AB guys were there, probably well more than that. Well, there were five AB guys. So 17. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good amount of people for that tight little track. Yeah. 100%. And all the questions I get when it comes to um, racing for the first time or it's been a long time since I've raced are always the I'm afraid of the start, the first yeah. corner and the first lap. Same. Which same. Yeah. A hundred percent. I yeah. mean it's incredibly dangerous, especially when just like you don't trust anybody, you don't know anybody's riding level. Yeah. Right. I put myself in C class for a while. I was like, Oh, I'll go B, but then I ended up putting myself in C class. And you just don't know. Oh, you were thinking of doing B on yeah. the first one back? Yeah, just because it would be I figured it'd be safer. Yeah, you went you did go from mid class mid pack C class cam to just sandbag and C class. Sandbag and C class. He's the I'm, sandbacker. I'm gonna be mid pack B class. T's coming soon. Um But yeah, so I ended up winning the first one. Next one was two fifty C. I think I got fourth. I got buried in the start. Dude, starts are I, everybody says it starts are literally everything. Um, however, my next moto was 450C, and that's the one I posted in the app, the GoPro, when I chased down second and got him. Yep. That was sick. That, that was felt, a fun GoPro to watch. It felt so good, dude. Like, what was going on in your head? So, like, did you think you had the pace to pass him? Did the pass happen kind of just by accident? Was it premeditated? Did you start to recognize? Because there was that... GoPro video, I think, was eight minutes, so you yep. probably did, it was like a five or six lap race, maybe, at most. Yeah, five. So, you had enough time, I had enough time watching the GoPro video, where I 
saw in in my head, I'm like, okay, there's basically three spots I could see where he could make yes. the pass. Yes. And you you knew that? Yeah, kind of, sort of. I mean, I didn't have it super calculated. Here's the weird thing. I don't remember anything about the races. <laughs> Dude, I literally, I cannot remember what happened. I was like... That's pretty normal. I was... What's happening? All the dirt bike kids are going by. Just one was just doing oh a wheelie. Oh my gosh. You live in such a strange neighborhood. Yeah, oh, just for a little dang. background. Every, oh, yeah, oh, see that? oh my gosh. Everybody here, look at that thing. Everybody here <laughs> in the town that I just so happen to move into rides dirt bikes. All of my neighbors have dirt bikes. So the first day, sorry to interrupt your story, we'll get back to it. The first day that we took Doug for a walk down the street, a dirt bike rides by. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. He turns around, he comes back by, and he stops, and he goes, are you AJ Catanzaro? <laughs> nice. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, what are you doing here? And he <laughs> was so here. excited. I'm like, oh, we just bought a house literally right around the corner, right down the road. And he's like, no way. And he takes off, and he comes back, and there's like 10 of them. <laughs> so he comes back with a whole entourage of dirt bike kids. Then there's a golf cart full of like their girlfriends, and it's just like, I don't know where they came from. They came That's from awesome. some rich person's mansion up on the hill. And... They are so pumped. That's so sick, dude. The next day, two of them come and knock on our door, and Allie's like, oh, no, now they're coming and no, bothering us at our house. Yeah. But they asked if we had a landscaper. We said no, so now two, oh, of, them are, two of them are mowing our lawn and doing dude. our landscaping. Whoa. There's a turn track in the backfield where that guy was just mowing, That's which so is hilarious. Awesome. There's two or three dirt bike tracks in my town that are all private tracks because all these kids have uh, families that own these giant farms dude that's so sweet and then there's a state forest huge state forest right at the top of that hill so i could ride right from my garage right into the state forest and do all my riding which is and i knew none of this so that's so meant awesome to be, meant how, to be. how does that happen dude if only you had a dirt bike yeah but driver jamie <laughs> i'm just gonna be riding my fifteen thousand dollars straight on the bike straight just the bike. bashing off rocks and mobbing in, mobbing down the streets of connecticut <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, Dude. first race. I'm so curious. Okay, I have so many questions too. By the way. No, that's good. Um, because it was it was crazy. I mean, oh, dude, it was such a whirlwind. But yeah. Did you have a mechanic running pit board? No, gosh, no. Okay. No, I wouldn't. I, dude, I. You I wouldn't have know. looked at it. Here's the deal with the kid that was in front of me. I beat him in the first moto. He was in open seat. He was on a 450. The number 15 kid or whoever yeah. was right in front of yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, I knew he was in front of me, and I was like, well, I beat him in the first moto. Right? So that's what was going on in your head? That's the only thing that was going on in my head. I'm like, well, clearly, like, it's possible, you know? And chase him down and thank the Lord, man, he raced safe. Yeah. He could have killed me. I don't know. If you saw that pass. Well, were you, you passed him on the outside, which is bold. Oh, it was all bold. I passed <laughs> him in the air. Oh, yeah, because you went outside and then you kind of table, table outside. Had to- yeah. Come out of the corner fast and charge that next yeah. section into the chicane because you had to get to that little chicane first. Yeah. Now, and then. The first moto in the afternoon was what was most interesting. I now, actually didn't expect you to pass in there, of all places. Yeah, well... There's two other spots. Oh, By the dude. way, guys, if you're listening to this and you're wondering what we're talking about, if you subscribe to the Moto Academy app, go to club.themotoacademy.com, subscribe to the app. Inside of the app is where you can watch these full podcast videos if you want to just watch us, because it's more entertaining to watch us. But yep. there's a whole bunch of other stuff in there, and Cam posted, Cameraman Cam posted a full GoPro race. Right. And I have another one coming up. Which is the race we're referencing right now. And it was really entertaining because it was like, I was just wondering the whole time, okay, where's he going to make the pass? And then there was like two mud spots. 
oh, dude. that it seemed like you were smart about it. it seemed like you kind of would give him space yeah, when you get, covered. get to the mud spots and then you'd duck your head when you'd go through it, which was smart. Yeah, it seemed like you had good strategy. Definitely dude, some a, we're gonna a little there. bit too much clutch we're action. Gonna, we're going to get there. I realized when I watched the GoPro stuff, I didn't shift the entire race. Oh, so you just left it in like I third left it gear? In third, dude, yeah. the whole time I didn't shift one time. Oh my God. But hang on, we'll get to that. But like, yeah, so the first moto in the afternoon uh, was probably the most exciting because like I've never led a race. My whole childhood, I was the king of second, dude. I have so many second place trophies and I've never won. Wow. Yeah, so, um, you know, last time I raced, I was on a 250, but I was 14. Like, suspension was way too stiff. I was like terrified of the thing. So I went... First moto in the afternoon was second moto of Open Sea, right? Yeah. Won the first one, but didn't lead the race. So in my head for the afternoon, I was like, well, I want to, I was like, let's not kid each other here. I want to go home with a number one plaque. That would be so sweet. You know what I mean? Like, I've never done that. I would love that. And I'm like, I have to win. And I'm, But what's going through my head is I've, I've never led a race. I've never been in first place before. Because even when I won in the morning, I was in fifth. Yeah. Right? So I was like, frick. But I was like, you know what? I, like, it, was, it was actually a good day. I mean, all my friends were there, and we were like, this is just fun. Like, we're racing dirt bikes. We're at the track. Speak of the devil. And um, let's just go out and see what happens. But in my head, of course, I know. I'm like, well, we beat them in the morning. And this time, they didn't drop AB with us. It was just C-Class. Okay. They dropped the other guys separate. And that's why I was like, I have to lead for the first time if I'm going to win the thing and guarantee going home. So, dude, that's the next GoPro video that's going to go up in the app because it's a little more boring. I came out second place, got him on the second turn of the chicane. So it goes left, right. So I got him in the right. Got him right away. Right away. The number led, 15 guy. Again. Led the whole freaking thing, dude. And Was he close to you once you got by him? And this is, what was, this was, this is what's cool, and this is why we got to talk about the Moto Academy. Because I was, I've just never been that guy. I've never been in the, I'm never in the front, you know, I'm never in the front. I'm never riding well, dude. I've never ridden so fast in my life other than that day. Guaranteed. Really? I mean, I was giving it everything I got, but literally, yeah, gate would drop. I'd shift to third and I'd stay there. That's why I was abusing the heck out of the clutch. Um, Cause my two issues were my clutch and my feet. I, they were everywhere dude. yeah everywhere but came out and he was on me the entire time dude so it was a four or five lap race three and a half laps he was on me did you get arm pump no did you get tired dude i felt great wow. also i'm in the best shape of my life right now really yeah for sure like i feel insane on the bike right now which is awesome because wow. I'm, I'm must be nice i'm like what three months into going to the gym almost every day like so that helped a ton, but this is what was really cool. So it was on the second to last lap. No, it was on the last lap. Yeah, on the last lap. So, you know, uh, there's a part of the track, huge uphill. And there was a mud spot at the bottom and inside and outside line. The, in, the start of the inside line had a pretty good rut into it. And I was skipping it. And you actually pointed that out, but I was doing it on purpose. I was skipping the rut and then hooking into the soft part. Yeah. Just so I didn't have to risk going in the rut super fast. And what happened, because I talked to the kid after, the kid who was behind me tried it for the first time. He was like, I tried your line, and he knifed the front and front flipped <laughs> over the berm. And I was like, holy cow. So I, if you watch that iPhone video of me coming off the track, 
I beat second place by like 30 seconds. It because was in, he tried your line and crashed yeah, in that moto? It was in it was insane. But sandbagging. Yeah. Well, okay. So but then I got smoked in 250C. So I don't really know what happened. You know what I mean? Like 250C I went 46. Did four. you get a bad start in both? Oh, I got a horrible start. Got to work on starts. Well, yeah. I mean, a 4-6, uh, the difference between a 4-6 and like a 2-2 two, two, or a 1-2 or a 1-1 one, one could quite yeah, literally just be the start. Because yeah. if you get a fifth or a fourth, fifth, or sixth place start on that type of track that's kind of tight and it's yeah. sort of, yeah, there was line options, but not really. By the time the first lap ends, you're 15 <laughs> seconds behind first When place. I got stuck in sixth place on that second moto, which is the next moto of the day, I there were bodies everywhere back there and I was like this is what I didn't want to have happen <laughs> and I'm like I'm glad I didn't do good in the first moto because I don't care this is like I'm just going to ride my race you know and just try not to get killed there were people going across the track I was like oh my gosh but anyway yep. man this kid uh, what's his name shout out Walker I don't know if he listens to these but he was so much fun to ride with dude because he was safe he was safe and he was my speed and I, I never ride with people my speed Yeah. I either ride with you I ride with my buddies. Like Cole is pretty much my speed. He was a buddy that I ride with, but he and I were just, I mean, neck and neck. So it was super fun. But he comes off the track and he like collapsed on the ground. I was a little bit worried about him because I mean, he, he hit hard, um, but he was fine. And he's like, dude, you just don't make mistakes. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's cool. Yeah, that's a good compliment. That's, that's cool. And, and that's just because of technique. It's because yeah. I ride slow. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and in the GoPros, you look you you look good. I couldn't see what the feet were up to, so it was hard to say. I could just hear that oh, you yeah. wouldn't use the clutch really coming into the first part of the turn, but it was more so like it just sounded like oh. your clutch was fried because when you try to get on the throttle, you would ride the feather the clutch. I was smoking that thing. Yeah. And, I, and I don't ride with the clutch, dude. Yeah, and I'm like, is his clutch fried or is he but using it? that was one of the bad habits because the last time, really the last time I raced there was on an 85. And I almost wonder if it was just like, yeah, you it, know what I mean? Definitely could be. Like it just came back and dude, my feet were everywhere. However, I think you'll be, I think you'll be happy with the footage. I was, I was, you, I rewatched the vlog and I was happy. Like, did you hit any turns with feet on? Yeah, but none of the hard ones. So like, uh, before the uphill, absolutely. Some of the other sweepers, dude, anything tight, dude, I was just freaking. It was just wherever they went. Well, it was uh, yeah, it was it was not good, dude. Yeah, it but was that's why good. it's so important to bring this full circle. That's why it's so important that you guys are either don't race often, don't race at all, or if you do, you really have to race with a purpose because there's what you experienced in that race is what a lot of people spend all of their time on two wheels doing, mm -hmm. which is riding. You weren't riding out of control, but no, you were riding. Good. You were riding close yes much closer than normal closer than you're <laughs> used to to that comfort zone to that ceiling and it sends you back in time as far as you just will break out all of your old bad habits oh, yeah. and if you do that all the time you're just reinforcing all that stuff over and over and over again and then you just become that type of rider eventually yep. yeah dude it was uh it's that's so true i couldn't believe how much i threw away though I never ride with my clutch, and I was roasting that thing. Like, I ride with feet on a lot of the time now, and they were just, dude, they were everywhere. <laughs> I mean, they were everywhere. But 
quite literally everything else was very good. Yeah. I feel like my elbows were dialed. I was sitting in the right spot. I felt, I felt surprisingly good. It was, oh, I got that itch. I got the itch. The racing itch? I want to go race. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I want to I would like going. to, I'd, I would like to start doing some local races too, dude. really. Oh, dude, I wish you could have been there. If you like, I wish you and James could have been there. You guys were in Canada. Gosh dang you. Um, yeah, I just need to get back in shape first because I couldn't right now in my current state. I couldn't even last for a local race. I don't think. Seriously? I, yeah. I, but I'm getting back in shape quickly. Like the first day I went to the gym a couple weeks ago, I had to then take six days off after I went because I was sore, horribly sore for six days. Oh, good grief. Yeah. It's because you're 30 now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then the second time I went, I was sore for three days. Right. Thir- third time I went, I was sore for two. So we're, we're getting there quickly. Yesterday yeah. I did my first road bike ride. I went with a group, got dropped on the first hill, but I made it seven miles. So I made it like 18 minutes. Does that just mean you, they said see you? They, they went so fast up the hill, they were gone by the time we got to the top of the hill. And then I was just, I didn't know the route, so I just got lost by myself. <laughs> so I had to, <laughs> I had sucks. to pedal to my mom's house <laughs> in Portland and Allie had to come pick me up at my mom's house. <laughs> so... That's how the first ride went. By the, by the time I went to my mom's house and got there, I think it was like 15 miles. I don't know what the total time was. Uh, average normalized power was uh, 198 watts, which isn't horrible for somebody that hasn't. If anybody cycles, they'll know these stats. But 198 watts is not good by any means. But it's it's a it's a it's a place to start. I think before I stopped cycling. My normalized power for my FTP, which is functional threshold power, I think is what that is. So it's how, it's what you can pedal in an hour. I average in an hour, I was at 324 watts, which okay. is a lot. Oh. And so I was at 197. Average heart rate was like 168 which for me is very high and my max was like 185 which i hit i hit the max on the first hill it was like as soon as we started going uphill i looked down at my little gps and it said 185 i'm like i'm done oh crud i checked my heart rate during the races i was about 170 that's low everybody's different so it's hard to say like if that's low or not for you but for me for me that would be very low on a dirt bike i'd say most people on a dirt bike are in between 180 and 200 holy cow 170 on a dirt bike would be low Oh, dude, it was so much fun. Dude, yeah, so... Did you say 170? Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, 170 on a dirt bike normally would be low. If you're you're jogging down the road, 170 is like, you're huffing and puffing, you'd be fine, but you're definitely on the verge. Yep. Usually most people's, like, threshold is in between 170 and 175, meaning that, like, when you hit that heart rate, clock's a ticking, you can only last so long before lactic threshold, and then you just are toast, I think. Making all this stuff up, basically, guys. But I mean, that's fine. Yeah. I believe you. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. But, man, was it man, was it fun. And uh, yeah, I, I noticed Josh still had the cowboy hat on. Oh, yeah. So he's fully committed still? Oh, we're in, dude. He's... he's. I, I mean, he, he should be because it looks should. good on him. I was going to say. I mean, that's part of his deal. Now, I that's haven't hilarious. seen Kip wear the boots much. Okay. Since Does returning. Josh wear the boots? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Josh has got the getup. We went to Nashville. Josh got the cowboy hat, the boots... He had the boots already. Kip bought the boots. I haven't really seen the Kip boots around, okay. to be honest. But I remember seeing Josh in the hat at, in Nashville Oh, he's yeah, and he's, telling him that he should continue to wear the hat because he looked 
he looked like he had been wearing it his whole life. It looked very natural on him. It belonged. And so when I saw him high five you and he got off the track and he still had the cowboy hat on, I'm like, <laughs> that's awesome. No, dude. I mean, I, I'm actually really excited for you to watch the video. Uh, maybe I'll post it in the app first. Who filmed? Uh, I had Andy and intern Nick oh. filming. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, we did it up, dude. Wow. Oh, gosh, I wish you were there. It would have been so cool if you were there, though, because, like, the day would have been even more different. Um, but it's crazy. It just, I think it kind of ex, I don't know what the word is, but just like exposed the weaknesses. Like, even though I thought I had really good feet, apparently that's still weak, still a weakness. Yep. Apparently my clutch is still a weakness. Um, but dude, I felt, I felt good. I need to shift more. <laughs> yep. Because there were definitely some second gear corners that I was just freaking clutching in third, yep. dude. And those are all <laughs> normal symptoms of slight overriding. Yeah, right. Leaving it in the gear when you should have shifted. Yep. Uh, using the yep. clutch when you should have shifted. Yep, absolutely. You know, putting the foot out when you... Don't need to. Didn't really probably need to in a lot of spots. Oh, you never need to. Yeah. When do you need, not up here. Not on on that track. It didn't. It looked like you could have rode the whole track with them on for the most part. I should have. Yeah. There was one rutted corner, and it wasn't even, it wasn't even deep. But dude, then. But step one is yeah. recognizing. Right. Kind of where your your weaknesses were, so that you could just be a little bit more conscious the next time, if, whether it's in a race or, better yet, if you can download some of that information, write down some notes on how your race went, and then when you go to the practice track during the week. Make those your focal points of like, okay, I'm going to kind of level up these certain things. I'm going to shift a bunch. I'm not going to use the clutch. And we're going to keep feet on for the whole day. Whatever your weaknesses were. I think just... What about dragging rear brake too deep into corners? Or oh, gosh, you, I have no idea. You I was have not no idea. paying attention that much. Okay. Are I, you using both brakes? I think so, yeah. I, I, dude, I felt good. I was, I was pumped on the day. First day on my new suspension. And? I got new suspension and new tires, okay? And so, didn't practice with either before the race? I did like 10 minutes. And it worked out. Okay. It, like, what so tires? I, uh, they're the new Dunlop MX-34s. 34s? 34s? Mm -hmm. They're great. They come out with new tire names yeah. every year. You can't a, keep up. So what is that? They're it, just mid-terrain one? It's right between the 32 and the 33, even though it's 34. Got it. Okay. Uh, dude, they're, they're great. They're super yeah. good. Forks are amazing because they work now. However, it makes my shock feel a little bit dead. Oh, you only got your forks done? Yeah, because I'm cheap. Oh. Uh, who did them? Factory Connection. Okay. Yeah, Factory Connection, um, for the most part, you're going to get a pretty consistent yep, they're great. setup. They work. I'm happy. I've used Factory Connection for most of my life. Uh, yeah. I mean, it. It's suspension's tricky. Oh, dude, it's such suspension a is tricky. But a lot of times you can get lucky and you get a setup that's close enough. You can maybe do a couple of clickers or maybe no clickers at all, and it's com it's a comfortable ride. Right. All I know is your your forks were so blown out that like your bike wasn't working correctly. No, they were broken. Oh, I told okay. you. I don't know if I said this on the podcast. I went and did a lap in the woods and I came out. And my forks were st stopped halfway down. Oh, okay. So they did finally break. break. Oh, they they were toast. Yeah. Well, I was telling you for a while. Yeah. No, they were toast. They they were smoked. I got new I got new all, everything inside is new. Yeah. So between that and tires, tires make a big difference just in themselves. Yeah. And then when you have suspension that's actually not broken, that 
the tires that made give a you some confidence. huge difference, dude. And yeah. it was my first day on them too, so yeah. I was like, I was, I was mint as far as the bike went. And my, dude, I'm very impressed. I mean, that bike has over a hundred hours on it. It's got like a hundred and ten now, and it's good. Yeah, I mean, if you like, take care of a bike, yeah, just change oil, guys. I change oil every two and a half hours. That's every other ride, which is a lot to some standards. Like some people change like every ten hours. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, my buddy does it. Well, like, are you, you should drop it after that race. Yes, I will. Okay. I need to make sure the clutch is. You're. I need to make sure the clutch is okay. We're fine. Okay. I don't even see the cloud. Where that What's the first from. thing that can't get wet? Probably that. Okay. It'll be, we'll be fine. All right. Maybe. How far into this are we? Oh, not far at all. Holy cow. 30 minutes? Uh, okay. What else you got for us for topics? We're going to answer a bunch, a bunch of questions. Yes, absolutely. Bef- before we do, go to club.themotoacademy.com. If you're not inside of the Moto Academy app and a part of the Moto Academy family in the community online for gosh sakes get in there it's awesome it's raining gosh dude why yeah, is it raining it's raining definitely raining get inside of the app and those are the people that we answer their questions they, you could send in a video to cameraman cam and uh he'll put it into the queue and we'll answer your questions so if you are inside of the app you've been sending questions through thank you if you're inside of the app and you haven't yet send one through yeah it could be dirt bike related it could be not dirt bike related you could ask a question about anything you want and we'll do our darn best to answer. And uh, yeah, we are not licensed therapists. We are we are motocross coaches, though. I am at least. You are. Um, I'm an open C class winner. He won an open C class <laughs> moto, so we can get you. We can get you. We can get you there. We'll give you some advice. We'll give you some advice. All you need to be is one step ahead. Shout out Premix Papa, else. the Dude. real GP. Did you see that black and white photo? I have a Premix Papa. Yeah, it's great. Did oh, he see it yet? Yeah, I sent it to him. I want to post it in the app. Shout out to all the Moto Academy <laughs> members that have been just carrying the weight of Moto Academy on your shoulders from the very beginning, sending in the questions. We love you for that. Uh, and thank you, by the way, all the new people. There's a lot of new faces sending in questions lately. So thank you, guys. Don't be shy. Do a few takes. It's a little awkward staring at yourself taking a selfie video. I get it. The more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it. And guess what? Nobody cares. Nobody yeah. cares. The only person insecure is you. Nobody cares. Take a video, fire it on through. Yeah. Put a mask on for all we care. Blur out your face. Change your voice. Send in some questions. Club.themotoacademy.com. Some people have s- stepped it up. Stepped it up. Yeah, such as Ball. Ball 328. 328. Before we get to questions, if this is okay, we could just go straight to questions. Okay. But I'd love to talk about you living in New England again. Yeah, it's it still hasn't fully clicked. So, question. Because it's crazy. It's August. Yeah. What are you going to do? Are you going to stay up here in the oh, snow? Oh, my life's in shambles, cameraman Cam. Okay. I don't know what I'm going to do. So, <laughs> okay. I think the plan is that I told driver Jamie to bring the van up. Yeah. Because in my head, I'm like, okay, I'll stay in Connecticut for August, September, October, November. And then I'm going to try to find somewhere that makes sense for me to train starting December mm. 1. Mm-hmm. So sort of close to the timeline that we had last year, I'll try to do more riding up here so that when December 1 comes around, yep. I'm further ahead than when I started December. I think I started first or second week in December last year with Jet and Hunter. The problem with that was I was completely unfit. I had no Correct. lead up prior to that to try Correct. to get fitness. 
and I had no riding time prior to that. So if I can mix in a tiny bit of riding, but then get my fitness to where it needs to be, which we're starting, we no. started last week. Great. And it is, it's beginning of August. Uh, I'll be in a better spot than last year. So, and that's the goal is I want to try to build each of these years. Where am I going to go this winter to train? I have no idea yet. It's okay. No idea. We'll but that. yeah, in, in New England in the meantime. And, and it's crazy because my mom lives 10 minutes away. Oh, really? Did, like, oh. W- when I was in middle school and high school, we would drive up to Crystal Ridge, which is the mansions all up here. And it was just yeah. like the dream neighborhood that everybody wanted to live in. Wow. And now we live in it, which is awesome. very cool. The yep. weather this time of year in New England, are you kidding me? It's absolutely amazing. It's just the best. It's like it's 75 to 80 every Every day day. out at night it gets down to low 70s or maybe high 60s so Mm -hmm. you put a sweatshirt on it's perfect dude i love it up here man because we thought we could do florida all year i didn't think we could do it Allie thought we could do it but it's oppressive i mean you are out there it's 100 degrees every day and the the biggest problem is you don't get a break from it it's not like you can go out at sunset and it's you know 75 it's still 95 yes it's still 90 and humid it's still 85 and 80 percent humidity it's still hor- you can't escape it dude i told you and here it's oh it's awesome we're surrounded by farms like today we oh, went dude, to a farm yeah. and she got eggs and some flowers that's great it's a good life up here it's great i love i love New we're gonna redo our yeah. whole we'll get an in-ground pool here so we're just gonna have like a good just the, the family house yeah family house family house family house now yeah it's exciting dude i I was in Florida like four days after we got home from Dubai. Felt like a piece of cake. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like a piece of cake, dude. The biggest thing I could notice is like, yeah, it's hot and humid in Florida, but you can tell the difference between the sun and the shade. And in Dubai, you can't. <laughs> it oh, all no. feels the same. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so hot in Dubai that it almost could like bring upon an anxiety attack because you feel like you can't <laughs> breathe. Yeah, no, you can't. Like when I walked out of the airport, I was like... Yeah, no, 100%. I feel like I'm trying to, like, I'm a fish trying to breathe. Like, it was crazy. Crazy. But Florida's still tough. This time of year in August? Yeah, it's hot. It's tough. Like, if you can snowbird it and go back and forth, which I know that's a privileged thing to say. There's a lot of people that can't. But if you can, it is absolutely the move telling you, dude, I got to start. Dude, like, look at how green the grass uh, is. No, it's gorgeous up here. I'm so glad you came back. I'm so excited. This is the first trip that I've made down here since you moved up here. How was the drive? I mean, piece of cake. How 80, long was it? 89.91, like three and a half hours. Okay. It's fine. But you got to realize you and I are equal distance to almost every track. Yeah. They're like in between all of us, right? 80K, Jolly Rogers, Bro MX, MX23, Bro, well... MX-23 is far Closer to me. me. Yeah. yeah. But. Winchester. Did you say that one yet? No. Winchester. They're but all we wedged can, right in between they're, us. They're, it's probably two hours for both of us, right? Yeah. Those are all two hours from me. They're probably all two hours from you. Um, I'm just so happy you're not down there anymore. You have no idea. So I hope we can maximize on that. Um, Speaking of which, our next, we're doing a trip giveaway. Yep. I'm going to do the promo for that as soon as this podcast ends, but might as well promo it midway through. Mm-hmm. We're doing trip giveaways for people inside of the app. Try to do them as regularly as we can. The, the next one was supposed to be Moto Academy Georgia, but since we're moving on from that facility, we're going to fly somebody to Connecticut. 
Yep. We're going to do that in September. So make sure you guys get inside of the Moto Academy app. You'll start seeing details on how you can enter, which will be very simple. We'll just do a submission video inside or a submission picture uh, and a little write-up like we did last time. It worked out pretty well. Yep. We'll have uh, Team Moto Academy pick their finalists, and then I'll pick the winner. And we'll, do, uh, we'll fly somebody into Connecticut to my hometown and then hit up a couple of New England tracks, which makes it easy for us to coordinate. Oh, it's gonna be and it's awesome. cool just because I have so much history at all of these tracks that are that are local to us. So, yeah, get inside of the app. We'll be picking a winner September 1st, I believe, is the plan. <laughs> Brief intermission, number one podcast in motocross, sometimes has to dodge the weather. And it yeah, looks like now that we've moved everything inside. Yep, definitely not raining. It anymore. definitely stopped raining. But better safe than sorry with everything that we've had happen these last couple of weeks. Moto Academy isn't, we're not taking chances anymore. No, we don't no. take risks anymore. No, no, <laughs> no, not no more chances not. for us. Uh, are we going to answer any podcast questions in this episode? Uh, we can. Or Let's maybe end just... it with a couple. Give them a tease. Okay. Next episode is going to be almost entirely questions. It'll be the, the whole time. I just wanted to say like, because we were talking about Connecticut, we were talking about New England. Yep. And I'm so excited for this week because we're going to go all over the place. Yeah, we're going to be real local with it. Yeah. You know what we should do too is like maybe do a J Day race or a, a local race. There's a bunch of stuff we can do. I need to get a, another bike up here instead of just my straight rhythm bike because it's gonna pain me to just beat that one into the ground, especially if I'm woods riding. Do you not have another one? I don't own another dirt bike. That's the only bike I have. It's the only one, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we you know, being a dirt bike rider. Should probably get another dirt bike. Yeah. Instead of like a showpiece of a dirt bike. But it runs great. It's got outdoor suspension on it. So, oh, so and the suspension on it is good. Yeah. Like it's super plush. Probably would be good in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, do I have a spare exhaust for that? Maybe I could just put on the other exhaust. So that way if I'm bashing it off of some rocks, I don't ruin the custom exhaust from Australia. Yep. Yeah. I like it. All right. Well, hit me with some questions. Hopefully for those of you just listening on audio, we have relocated to... My, our sunroom, which has no furniture in it yet. So we're getting a, it's a little, it's a little echoey probably. Yeah. But it's better than a lawnmower. It's better than a lawnmower. It's better than also ruining my equipment with rain. So yep. hit me with some questions. If you want to send a question, club.themotoacademy.com, send a video to cameraman cam in the direct message. Let's do it. You'll never guess who we're going to start with. Real GP. Of course. But also check out the shirt he's wearing. What's up, AJ? I know you say that there is no such thing as a stupid question in the podcast or at class, but I'm here to challenge that assertion. So recently I was able to uh, switch my handlebar out to the Renthal 827. It's been a game changer. Look at how... As you can see, I can run my levers way in, just like you said. And for the first time in my life, I've been able to ride with my fingers on the levers the whole time. Now, one thing I found is that when I re-gripped and I'd grab some throttle, when I'd go to let off the throttle, I'd almost whiskey throttle because my throttle wasn't shutting all the way when my finger hit the lever. So my stupid question is this, when I'm in a situation like that, is the solution just to simply let go of my throttle momentarily and start back at zero? Or is there a better way to do that so that I'm not holding my throttle open inadvertently because my finger's resting on my lever? Thanks guys. Real GP sent in that question. And I said, because I have a relationship with him, I said, you're right. That was our first dumb question. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, really? I was going to say not a dumb question. All right, let's hear it. <laughs> Why? What's your answer? What? To let it snap back? That's what I do. Duh. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? You, you're muscling the thing? Do people do that? If he's asking, I'm guessing <laughs> people do. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'm the mean one. Good here. question, because I've never really elaborated on that necessarily. But first of all, if you're watching this clip, which I'm sure we'll probably clip this and put it on YouTube. That's why I tell people to get those handlebars. Not only are they a very, very comfortable, neutral sweep. They go straight forever. So look, if you look at, if you replay that video and look at how far in he can have his clutch lever and front brake lever because of those handlebars, that's why all we all run them. We all run that same handlebar. All the people you want to look like, Jet, Hunter, Sexton, Chance Hymas, myself, unless they've changed bars since last time I've talked to them, I still run the Renthal 827. That's the bar to get. Get it. So move your levers all the way in. And then the regrip question yeah, so real GP, what I do is exactly what you asked if you should do it or not. When I go to re-grip, I'm very, very lightly letting go of the grip so that I can rotate my hand forward to grab from that forward position. Obviously, I don't have a death grip on that throttle because I would break the throttle tube or my, it wouldn't allow my hand to go forward. So very, very light let off to roll the wrist forward. The front brake will act as if, because you always ride with a finger cover in the front brake, will act as that governor. Like you basically will rotate your hand forward until that front brake lever will stop because of your finger being on it. Then you twist from that point. When you go to let off again, you're essentially letting off the grip, rolling forward and twisting. Yeah, we're not just that would defeat the purpose of the regrip i think because then your wrist would not not be in this position necessarily but now we'd be in this position a lot of the time which is leaving you susceptible the idea is you want to be regripping so that we're having a straight wrist as much as possible this is a strong wrist this is compromised this is compromised so the regrip is what allows us to be kind of at our throttle point with neutral wrist so yes, to let it to then decelerate, you're basically letting go of the throttle, and then doing your regrip re again. Sorry, real GP cameraman Cam said it was a stupid question, <laughs> but yeah, sometimes I'll, things need a little. I, I I don't want anybody to ever have to s assume anything, and sometimes there's small little details like that that maybe I skip out on. And here's the thing: we just talked about this too. There is a scenario where you don't do that, and you said that's when you're driving into a sand corner. You don't just let your throttle snap back. You actually do intentionally roll off of it. Modulate throttle roll off. Because in the sand, if you just completely kill power, that is your brakes. Yeah, you're going to fall apart. Uh, so you have to be careful of that in sand, which I'm 30 years old. I've been pro for half of my life. I didn't learn that until this year. <laughs> yeah. I had a conversation with Hunter. I think it was at Atlanta Supercross where we had a bunch of sand sections to worry about. I'm like, man, he goes, I'm loving the sand. I'm like, uh, not me. And I told him what I was struggling with. And he's like, mate, uh, stop letting off the throttle. Like if you want to decelerate, it's, it's, a, it's going from 70% throttle to 60 or to 50, not from 70 to zero, because that's like you're throwing a parachute out behind you and slamming on the brakes. No wonder why you're getting buried in the sand. So if you ride sand, be careful. You will have to do a little bit more 
throttle modulation. Good, yep. po- good point. Good point. Good question. Good talk. Good question. Uh, one more for this podcast and then hit me with one more. We'll do a whole bunch of them for sure. the next one. Okay. Let's see what we got. Hi, AJ and, uh, anyone else who's on the, this podcast episode, um, Benny Bloss, uh, it is the beginning of June and right after Hangtown and uh, I just heard on the Pulp MX show that he got signed to a two-year deal um, for Supercross only, I believe, with Beta. Um, So congrats to him. Um, But apparently he's ridden at the Dog Pound, I believe, with uh, the Lawrences. Um, That said, he said he likes the handling of the bike. Uh, There's some things power delivery-wise that he wants to work on with the team. Um, he says that he'll start testing in August. Um, that said, uh, where do you expect him to land, uh, you know, average finish on the season? Um, and what do you think his progression looks like the first year and maybe the second year? Um, and do you think that he can build to a winning, uh, a race win contender or a championship contender? That's all I got. Shout out to um, the real GP and needs more practice. Oh, well, some Arizona shout out. So maybe he's be. from Arizona. Gotta be. That's yeeted and deleted, by the way. That was yeeted and deleted. Yeah. Oh, he is from Arizona. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Oh, shout out yeeted and deleted. I, it's, I so often just get confused on putting the faces to the name inside of the app. Yeah, but, of course. Oh, OG member yeeted and deleted. Good question. And Benny, love Benny. He trained at, at the Dog Pound with us all preseason, all through the season. Talk about lack of uh, preparation. He wasn't prepared before. I mean, he had a bunch of weird things happen. He's been plagued with injuries in the past, I think. This year, he started, I want to say he started training after I did, which considering he was racing in Anaheim was a very late start. He was also training on not a 2023 bike. He was training on the old chassis. And then he went and raced Anaheim. I'm pretty sure never having ridden the new 2023 and then just went and raced Anaheim one on the new bike. Not ideal. But he still did really well. He did really well the entire season. I, I want to say I, I don't, I'm not even going to get into stats. He did really well. Made most of the mains, probably almost all the mains and was like up there in the main events riding with him at the dog pound he's very fast he's good in the whoops he doesn't have too many weaknesses necessarily other than he'll just have the random big catastrophic crash that'll happen and sometimes it's hard to pinpoint why that happens to certain people but benny's good he's good um just needs a little bit more confidence to be built but i think the confidence comes with consistent repetition and consistent practice and and proper preparation. He didn't have proper preparation coming into last season, not even close, not not in my mind. I didn't have proper preparation for East Coast. And like I said, he started right around the time that I did on a bike that seemed like at first it wasn't set up right. He was making a lot of bike changes and then he switched to the new chassis altogether. So I think as long as Benny has a lot of time on that bike, which I assume if it's sort of like a factory beta effort, they're probably going to have a lot of access to 
R&D and parts and a lot of time to put into the bike, or it could be the exact opposite and that everything comes last minute and they have no preparation. Could go either way. It's hard to say. Could he become a race winner eventually in the future? I wouldn't write anybody off and say no to that for anybody. I think it's possible for anyone. It's up here. And up here happens when you put together all those other pieces. Colt Nichols on the team too, right? Yes. Yeah, and Colt Colt is a good kid, a great rider, super in control. Uh, also, probably I could see Colt being a good test rider in the sense that he's very consistent. And he seems articulate and smart, so he's probably somebody that could test the bike and make a bike good. That's a good team. Now, guess who else? There's another one? 2024. It's Triumph. Oh, wait, in Supercross? Uh, that's the rumor, is 2024 Supercross. Have they announced riders yet? They haven't even shown the bike yet. Oh. I so, don't follow any of this stuff. I don't know. What is the beta? Have they showed that bike? I think so. Yeah, there's a photo of Benny Bloss with it, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. 250? Actually, 450? That is, there's no way. Just 450? Is that a motocross bike? Uh, we should not talk about this because we have no idea. No, guys, but, we, uh, we don't pay attention. All I know is Triumph on the 15th is going to show the bike, which is a couple days. A couple days. So by the time this podcast is out, likely the Triumph will be shown. Which is interesting. It's been right. a while until a new bike, or since a new bike came into the series, really. Other than beta. Other than like <laughs> spinoffs yeah. of, of KTMs. Right. Is the beta a spinoff of KTM or I've, is it its own thing entirely? I mean, I could tell you an answer, but it, yeah, it could. Yeah, guys, we don't you know. know. I don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I could but, answer uh, educationally a question on Benny Bloss, sort of, but not, no, no not idea about a motorcycle. It. But hey, nope. I mean, it's kind of cool. To see Triumph come in. We'll see. I don't know who's going to be on it. Well, the one thing it does is it opens up more rides. Absolutely. So you think. That, right? That's beneficial. Yeah. I just wonder. You just don't know. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And uh, what if the bike's sick? Definitely. Could Albert? Be. Yeah. I bought a new dirt bike. You did? Did I tell you that? Did you buy a Yamaha? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, I, the new one? Well, okay. I shouldn't say anything because I haven't paid for it yet. <laughs> Don't tell your secrets. Don't announce it. I'm I'm waiting for the quote. Okay. But 2024 YZ250. Highest MSRP I've ever seen in my life. What is it? Almost nine grand. It's 89 for the MSRP. That's going to be a very good bike. I'm excited to try it. The new Yamaha 450 is amazing. It's it's plush. The chassis feels awesome. The power is obviously amazing. You assume you bring that to a 250. It's got to be good. It's got to be good. Yeah, Yamaha does a good job. Yeah, so I can't. If I were to it. switch from Honda, it would. I think Yamaha would be the first bike on my radar. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to try it because I've just never liked them because they're fat. And, and the 450 doesn't feel fat. No, at all, 450 so I felt great, and it it got all the upgrades. So we'll see. I mean, it'll it'll be great. Hmm. It'll be great. Hopefully. Yeah. As long as I don't get a ridiculous quote, then that's what we're doing for next year. That's cool. Yep. Uh, muted and deleted. Thank you for the question. Thank you for the questions, uh, Moto Academy peeps. Yeah, we got the new setup here. Yeah, it's great. Number one uh, podcast in motocross isn't necessarily. We're not leveling up. We're just dancing around. We're. <laughs> but by the time the next episode comes out, no, we should be in the van. The van's gonna sound good. It's no, gonna no. look good. Next the episode, gonna we're be gonna perfect. record in like five minutes. Next episode, so, we're recording in so five. So the minutes. episode after that, we'll be in the van. We'll be in the van. And then the goal will be to have it set up to where I could just hop in there, 
plus press play and just go on my way and have anybody yeah because we'll be mobile with it we'll be mobile dude super cross yeah like there's so there's gonna be it's gonna be sweet so that would be cool that would be cool uh and we'll keep you guys updated along the way no more giving away secrets i am no longer allowed to do that yep but other than that you'll be the first to hear it if you're if you're in this podcast if you're inside the moto academy app especially you'll be the first to hear it okay well good talk on to the next episode i suppose what episode is this Either 47 or 48. Well, we're getting, we're deep in it. You Shout know, out episode, Driver Jamie. I wonder if episode 50 will be in the van. We'll see. I don't know. Cool. Shout Can't out remember. Driver Jamie and to uh, my mom and Premix Papa, the only three people still listening. Thank you. Toodaloo.